Blog Talk Radio. Now you know. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome again. Welcome back to another episode of Now You Know. Comes to you every morning at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time with our host, Nikki, and I'm your engineer in the background. So let's go ahead and say hello to Nikki. Hello, Nikki. Hi, Etienne. Happy belated Father's Day. Oh, that's so kind of you. Thank you very much. Also, we want to say welcome back because you were busy with the ship there on... Oh, my gosh. Well, the ship wasn't on Jamaica, it was at the dock. Yes, Yes. they were in Kingston, and they were leaving on Tuesday, and so I had to go over there and say goodbye. They they were such a blessing to the ministry that I'm doing that I, I just had to just... Every last second I had to spend with them because they were such an encouragement to me too. It was sure. so it was so amazing. I miss them a lot. They're in Montego Bay now. They're on the other side of the island, but I miss oh them a goodness. lot. It was great. They they built a house for and oh, really? they fixed a school. Yes, wow. they built a house for one of my church sisters. They fixed a school. In my neighborhood where I ministered, they just flooded yeah. the streets with literature, different things like oh the book of God. John. They gave books and they gave someone brought perfume and lotions and oh, so no. they were giving that note <laughs> to the ladies and and we oh, the children God. got balloons and face painting and children's books and they went to the schools wow. and ministered in the schools and told them about the uh and their cultures because they're from like 60 different countries and so they're different ones oh my go goodness. To different schools and tell them about it and so the children became the students they became more culturally aware so it was yes. magnificent it was Fantastic. so good so fabulous i had so so much help when they were here and i really really am missing them so well, yes, that's good. That's good. Thank you, though. Thank you for for just taking over for me and playing some Jamaican gospel music. Oh man, I I had a fun time listening to Christian Jamaican or Jamaican Christian. Oh, that's music. fantastic! That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, good. thank you. Thank that's you. Good. We're gonna have yes. some more of that. You know, more so we'll we'll Great. play some more music even when I'm on. But play it with okay. while okay. others are there. Actually, I you know I, I I should look it up because I think Claudius, who is the um who sings the theme song, he yes. just came out with yes. a Father's Day song, and I never thought about it. I should have just put it on, huh? Oh, I no problem. After all, you're human. You're human, you know. That's true. I am human. I am human. So next week, As next a week, fact, because I think we're going to have to do part two, right? 
Yes, we'll do a part two of this because tonight's show, The Love of a Father, is in two parts, tonight and then yes. next week. Yes. In addition to that, I want the audience to know, our listeners to know, that in addition to all you've been doing, you need to take attention and you will be going for surgery this Wednesday. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, I have shoulder surgery this Wednesday. So preparing for that too. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Prayers are much appreciated. Thank you. Let's go right into prayer prayer now. Yes. Yes, Let's go ahead with (laughs) opening prayer. There you go. Go right ahead. (laughs) Yes, dear Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Father, that we have another day, another evening where we can come to worship you, Lord God, and to to glorify your name. Lord God, we thank you for fathers tonight, Lord God. We thank you that you are a loving father. And Lord, we ask you, Lord God, to touch the heart of men, Lord, so that they will rise up and become the men you have created them to be. And whether or not they are biological fathers, Lord, lead them to be fathers for for children of all ages, of all nations, Lord God, because we need men to step in and be in a in that parental role, Lord God. So we're asking you to do that. Just let this show, Lord God, be an impetus for people and men especially to want to be the man you created them to be so that they will man up and big up you, Lord, all the time. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. 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 Very good, very good. So, Nikki, I'm excited about this show. Yes, I do. Yeah, you should be. It's so good to have you back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank now, you. Thank why you do you think welcome. I said, okay, what do you think I said it three times? Welcome back three times. I don't know. Are you doing the um, Peter thing? No, I don't You're know what that say, means. What is but the Peter thing? Remember, he denied when Jesus I, three times. No, 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 you know, I think fathers are so important, and it yes, is I very so hard too. for me to see. Yeah, it very. I, it's very hard for me to see that we are not pushing the men, and, and for the lack of a better word, I'm saying pushing. But we should, as women, we should encourage the men to be all that God created them to be. And in sometimes we we try to take over, and that's not good and you know a lot of times you hear the woman say i am father and mother to my child yes and i i really i really 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 i'm thankful for single mothers because they do a great job but oh yes i i I, you know i don't want them to do it alone I, i want them to have fathers around, the mother and the father around, because they need that support too. The mothers need the support. The women need the support. The children need the support of the father. And so we also need to support the fathers. We need to support the men. And, you know, it go, it's a two-way street. And so when we're encouraging each other and we are building each other up, we are building better families. And children 
will become thriving. They will flourish in an environment like that. So th- that's what I'm hoping yeah. that. Yeah, yes, at the end. Quick interruption. No, it's not a two-way uh-huh. street. It's a three-way street or maybe even a four-way street. You have uh-huh. the mother, the father, the child. That's a three-way. Then you have our the Heavenly mother, Father, the father in Heaven. And, so and the Father, that's true. In and heaven, that's like the cross. Well, it's like the cross. It's um, okay. vertical relationship with the Father and horizon- yes. horizontal yes. relationship with each other. You know, yes. so so we really yes. need to we we really need to pay attention to that because if we love the Father as He loves us, then we will love His children. You know that, and that would be the wife, the husband, the children. You know, we will we will love each other. Now, speaking yes. about love, uh, I I want to read today's Bible verse. It's from Romans eight thirty five, and it says, "Who okay. shall separate us from the love of Christ?" Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Romans 8.35. So the fact is, nothing separates us from the love of God. There can be trouble. We can have hardship. We can be persecuted. We can be starving. We have no food. We could have no clothes. We could be in dangerous situations and we we are in wars, but that doesn't mean that God does not love us. He loves us in spite of all that is going on around us and in spite of who we are. So, you know, that that is what a father does too. He loves unconditionally because we can find ourselves in some crazy situations because I sometimes do stupid things, but I still need to be loved, <laughs> and God still loves me, and so still you need a father, your father your earthly father to love you too. And the relationship with the earthly father often mirrors the relationship with the heavenly father because if we can see our, our father who are around us and we cannot have a good relationship with him, then how is it that we're going to have a relationship with a father we have never seen? You know, Mickey. so when we have that deep relationship, it's easier to have a relationship with God, our, our heavenly father. Yes, Etienne? Yes. Well, you said you're human, and uh, no, no, you you made a mistake or something. Uh-huh. You, yeah, it's okay to make a mistake because you know why? It means you're a yeah. human being. Yes, Welcome you're to human. the human race. <laughs> Welcome to oh, the human race. Oh, I am human. <laughs> Without a doubt, <laughs> I am human. And I make mistakes, but I'm thankful oh, that God is forgiving and he's merciful and he's gracious. So and that is only so one person. Also, the father. Only one person is is free, is error free, hundred percent perfect. That's our heavenly Father and yes. all three, Father, Son, and Holy yes, Ghost. The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> yes. Yes. Definitely. Okay. And Etienne, we have a poem today. So yes, we do. The love of our Father. <laughs> And Are you ready so for that I, now? Just, yes, I'd just like you to play it, and then we'll talk about it a little. Okay, good. Good. Get it. Pull it up right up. Yes. Here we go. Thanks, Ian. Here it comes. You're the welcome. love of a father. I look around and I see the pain on so many faces, and I feel the hurt in their hearts. The wounds are deep from the lack of a father. 
Yes, some may have been around, but they were so busy being the man, the provider, forgetting that a real man would spend time with his children to guide and love them. He forgot that one of the best gifts he could have given his children was to have them see him love and respect their mother. Then there are those children with no father figure at all, never knowing that special love and touch. They feel lost and lonely, longing for something something more, but they really don't know what, because they've never understood the love of a father. But then there is one who is a father to the fatherless. He will never leave them or forsake them, and he knows everything about them as he knitted them in their mother's womb. He loves them so much. He looks beyond their flaws and says they're wonderfully made. He's a provider, a counselor, and an ever-present help in times of trouble. He heals their broken hearts and comforts them when they mourn. He is the greatest Father, our Heavenly Father, the one who created us, and nothing can separate us from the love of this Father. There you go. Nothing can there separate us from the love of this Father. Now you know. Yeah. <laughs> now you know so important and and but b- before i get into the poem though uh, let me invite listeners to call in at 657-383-1766 that's 657-383-1766 or you can make a comment on our facebook page at facebook.com backslash you can't say you never knew that's facebook.com backslash you can't say you never knew because now you know <laughs> and etienne yes Nikki, yes, yes we et should et also et mention to the audience that this episode the love of a father is going to be in two one tonight and part two, two part. next week yes exactly yes. and then so following for, next that, week. for the month of july we'll be on summer break hiatus Ah, summertime. Yes, yes, yes. Summertime. It's up on us. Yes, so thanks, Etienne. Thank you for that reminder. Sure. And, yeah, I just wanted to talk a little about the poem because I feel like it shows the contrast between, uh, well, between the Heavenly Father and the Earthly Fathers. And sometimes we have fathers who neglect their duty. They believe that all they have to do is be a provider. But a father has to be a provider, a protector, a prophet, a priest. And let me break that down. Provider, we get that. You know, you you give the money for all that is needed, whether it's food, clothes, shelter. We get that. The protector, that's important. It's important that the daughters don't just run out with any man without the father knowing who that man is. Even if the child, your, your daughter is like 20 years old or so, you still want to know and interact with whoever she's going out with. And the, the father also protects the son by teaching him how to control his anger because men are macho, you know. But a father who has gone through a lot of experiences can train his son in the way he should go. And he protects, he protects the wife too. You know, not that he's like, oh, you can't go there, you can't do that. 
but he he creates a loving environment where she feels secure and the rest of the family feels secure. And so that's important. A prophet, the father speaks into the child's life. He speaks into his wife's life. You know, he speaks encouraging words. He, he has a vision for their life that God has given him. And so the words that he puts in them, those are seeds that are being planted that will grow in the future. And so that is the prophetic word going into his children and into his wife. And then he's the priest because the father prays and counsels his children and his wife. So we need to recognize those four Ps, the provider, the protector, the prophet, and the priest. And so it's important for the father to be like that. And the father needs to be available and that is so important, to be there for the child, to, to play with the child. Playing is important. Praying is important. A lot of peas coming up, but it's important that the father plays with the child and prays for the child, you know, because that's where you get that intimacy. That's where you have that connection when you, when you can just run around and just run into your father's arms and feel safe and he can spin you around you know, and dance with your father. And we need to have children being able to do this, you know, and fathers being around to be able to to be with their children, to be available for their children. This morning, it, it was wonderful in my The Word for Today, that's the Caribbean edition, and it's my devotion for this morning, and it talks about fathers, no, the Bible verse it used was, my son, if your heart is wise, my heart will rejoice. And that, that is very true. Because, but a father raises wise sons. And now the sons will depart and the daughters will depart from the word. But as the Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's older, he will not depart from it. So you may stray at some times, but at some point you will get back to what your father has taught you. Now, it had some interesting statistics this morning, my devotions. It says fatherless children are 100 200% more likely to experience emotional and behavioral problems, twice as likely to use drugs and alcohol, more likely to be some sexual, become sexually active at an early age, and three times more likely to commit violent crime. Over 50% of teens who attempt suicide live in single-parent homes. Most runaways leave fatherless homes, and boys without fathers are 300% more likely to end up incarcerated. 70% of juveniles in long-term correctional facilities grew up without a father. Fatherless daughters are 53% more likely to marry in their teens and 164% more likely to have children outside of marriage. Fatherless daughters who marry have a 92% higher divorce rate, and fatherless sons are 35% more likely to experience marital failure. 80% of teenagers admitted to psychiatric hospitals come from fatherless homes and are 50% more likely to grapple with learning disabilities. They fare worse in school 
and are three times more likely to drop out than kids who grew up in a home with a father. And it's possible to be physically present yet emotionally absent. And that's what I was just speaking about. In a recent poll, 50% of fathers said they feel guilty about spending too little time with their children. According to the Family Research Council, the average dad spends eight minutes a day in direct conversation with his kids. And in families where the mom works outside the home, it drops to four, t- four minutes. If you find these statistics shocking, wake up and do something about it. And that's my this morning's devotion. And it, I, I think we, we don't even recognize the importance of a father. And that's why I think even Father's Day is important, that we should recognize our fathers and we, sh- we, should, we should honor our fathers, especially the ones who are doing good. You know, and a lot of times it's about the mothers, but I think it's important, it's very, very important to celebrate our fathers. And Etienne, I don't want to end the program without reading something that you posted, which I think is very interesting about Father's Day and its celebration. Now, you got it from courtesy of Brett and Kate McKay, at the art of manliness. I love that, the art of manliness. And it says there are That's two stories. of. It's a blog. I love that. I love the word, the mm-hmm. art of manliness, <laughs> because manliness is an art, and which yes. seems to be we're losing that these days. So I think it's important. But you have here that there are two stories of when the first Father's Day was celebrated According to some accounts, the first Father's Day was celebrated in Washington State on June 19, 1910. A woman by the name of Sonora Smart Dot came up with the idea of honoring and celebrating her father while listening to a Mother's Day sermon at a church in 1909. She felt as though mothers were getting all the acclaim while fathers were equally deserving of a day of praise. She would probably be sorry. She would probably be displeased that Mother's Day still gets the lion's share of attention. Sonora's dad was quite a man. William Smart, a veteran of the Civil War, was left a widower when his wife died while giving birth to her sixth child. He went on to raise the six children by himself on their small farm in Washington. To show her appreciation for all the hard work and love William gave to her and her siblings, Sonora thought there should be a day to pay homage to him and other dads like him. She initially suggested June 5th, the anniversary of her father's death, to be the designated day to celebrate Father's Day. But due to some bad planning, the celebration in Spokane, Washington, was deferred to the third Sunday in June. The other story of the the first Father's Day in America happened all the way on the other side of the country in Fairmont, West Virginia, on July 5, 1908. Grace Golden Clayton suggested to the minister of the local Methodist church that they hold services to celebrate fathers after a deadly mine explosion killed 361 men. While Father's Day was celebrated locally in Several communities across the country, unofficial support to make the celebration a national holiday began almost immediately. William Jennings Bryant was one of its staunchest proponents. In 1924, President Calvin Silent Cal Coolidge recommended that Father's Day become a national holiday, but no official action was taken. In 1966, Lyndon B. Johnson 
through an executive order designated the third Sunday in June as the official day to celebrate Father's Day. However, it wasn't until 1972, during the Nixon administration, that Father's Day was officially recognized as a national holiday. Wow. That's amazing. Yes, that's a mouthful. (laughs) Yes, it is a mouthful. And it seems like fathers were really forgotten. And I wonder if sometimes that's why they step back. You know, so often why fathers are like, ah, you know, yeah, like they they don't feel that they're important. And I I, I don't think sometimes as a society, we, from from a child is young, we show the importance of fatherhood. Not having a baby because, you know, a lot of people are sperm donors, but, you know, (laughs) it's a whole different thing to be a father, you know, it's. It's, fathers are very important. Fathers are nurturers. We need nurturers in our society. And exactly. I, I think we, we need to celebrate the nurturers in our society. And I, I think that's why I think Father's Day is important. No, Mother's Day is very important too. But we need to also recognize the fathers more. And, and maybe if we start recognizing fathers more, more fathers will start stepping up to their role in parenting and nurturing okay. the children in their lives. You know, just as you said, remember, welcome, 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 <laughs> because you were encouraging me, you know, exactly. and, and that's the thing. Exactly. That's the thing. Reach we on. need to encourage each other. Yes. I think that's very, very important. And so I would like to encourage men. And you know what? I'm going to use this also as an opportunity to apologize to men, because growing up the way I did, I became an emasculator of men because I did not want to be hurt. So in order of not wanting to be hurt, I am going to hurt you before you hurt me because hurting people oh. hurt people. And so I would speak down to men. I was not very encouraging to them. I'd call them idiots and fools and right in front of their faces. Oh, and my goodness. I didn't show them a lot of respect. I know. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for the Holy <laughs> Spirit because he has changed me. And he's changing me. It's, he's right. still changing me. Right. I'm a work in progress. But, you know, so okay. I really want to apologize okay. for that because that is not what I'm supposed to do. And I was so happy in church yesterday when I heard a woman stand up and start praying and praying prophetically over the men and and apologizing for what we as women have done because we have stepped in their way and we have pushed them out. We say they're worthless. We say men are worthless and men are not worthless. They are God's prized possessions. And so we need to understand this and we need to treat them as such. And yes, they need to treat us as prized possessions too. But we can't wait on the men to treat us right. We also we, we need to treat the men right, you know, because it, 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 we need to start with us. We need to check our hearts as women to see how we are behaving towards the men and is it honoring to Christ and is our behavior glorifying God. And so that's why I had to take a second to actually apologize and to ask men to forgive me because... I have been wrong. I have done a lot of wrong when it comes to men, you know, and I'm just glad that God has showed me a different path, and through him, I can become a new woman, 
and I can have a different mindset towards men and now encourage men and build them up instead of breaking them down. And I'd just like to thank God also for the opportunity to do that because he's allowing me to do that now because he's turned things around in my life. So, Etienne, it has been yes. an interesting program. We we covered a whole lot of different aspects of fatherhood and yes. Father's Day. And I'm looking forward to next week. But I know we're coming yes. down to the end. So I, yeah. I just want but to before, pray. I want to, sorry? Yes, before we yes. do that, let me mention real quickly what has happened statistically with our show. I don't okay. know if it's, yes, it's okay. Christian, Jamaican music or what. But we have had over nine listeners within the last 30 Could you say wow. that again, Etienne? You broke 109 listeners within the last 30 days. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah. And Russia, oh. Russia is a heaven. They have, more, they have just as many people listen as you have in Jamaica, 3.6%. Wow. Wow. Well, I can't keep fantastic. going any further because we're just about out of time. So okay. Six seconds left, so let's go ahead. Yeah, 60 let, seconds. Let me pray, pray quickly. Go Lord ahead, God, please. we just ask you to bless the men, Lord God. Bless Etienne, Lord. And we thank you, Lord God, that you have put women on this earth, not to be doormats, but to be encouragers of men, Lord God, and for men to encourage women and to nurture them also, Lord God. We Thank you, Lord God, for manhood, Lord. And we ask you to just touch the men's hearts, Lord God, and let them walk in your paths of righteousness. In your name we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. And amen. Wow. Amen. We just got started, and boom, here we are. And we're done. So definitely part <laughs> yes. We'll come back mm. next week for part two. Yes, there's always next there. week. Great. And Nikki and I all goes well with your surgery, everybody. Say Thank you, us, okay? Etienne. So Have a wonderful we go. week. We go. You and all the you listeners. You do too. Thank you. Take care now. Take care. Now you know. I'm not